0: And we now take you live to President Biden.
1: Five-hour in-person, five-hour in-person interview over two days on October the 8th and ninth of last year, even though Israel had just been attacked by Hamas on the 7th, and I was very occupied. It was in the middle of handling an international crisis. I was especially pleased to see special counsel make clear the stark distinction and difference between this case and Mr. Trump's case. The special counsel wrote, and I quote, Several material distinctions between Mr. Trump's case and Mr. Biden's are clear, continuing to quote. Most notably, after giving multiple chances to return classified documents to avoid prosecution, Mr. Trump allegedly did the opposite. According to the indictment, he not only refused to return the documents for many months, he also obstructed justice by enlisting others to destroy evidence and then to lie about it. In contrast, he went on to say, Mr. Biden turned in classified documents to the National Archives and the Department of Justice, consented to the search of multiple locations, including his home, sat for a voluntary interview, and in other ways cooperated with the investigation. End of quote. I've seen the headlines since the report was released about my willful retention of documents. This, these assertions are not only misleading, they're just plain wrong. On page 215, if you had a chance, I know it's a long, it's a thick document. On page 215, the report of the special counsel found the exact opposite. Here's what he wrote. There is in fact a shortage of evidence that I willfully retain classified materials related to Afghanistan. On page 12, the special counsel also wrote for another documents. The decision to decline criminal charges was straightforward. The evidence suggests that Mr. Biden did not willfully retain these documents. The evidence said I did not willfully retain these documents. In addition, I know there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the razor he got from Our Lady of. Every Memorial Day, we hold a service, remembering him, attending by friends and family and the people who loved him. I don't need anyone. I don't need anyone to remind me when he passed away or passed away. simple truth is I sat for a five-hour interview two days of events going back 40 years. At the same time I was managing an international crisis, their task was to make a decision about whether to move forward with charges in this case that's their decision to make that's the council's decision to make that's his job and they decided not to move forward for any extraneous commentary they don't know what they're talking about it has no place in this report the bottom line is the matter is now closed i'm going to continue what i've always focused on my job of being president of the united states of america now thank you and i'll take some questions
2: President Biden, something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because, in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory.
1: I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. How bad is your
2: memory, and can you continue as president?
1: My memory is so bad I let you speak. That's what uh, you Your my, uh, memory
3: has gotten worse, Mr. No, no, president.
1: My memory is not My memory is fine. My memory, take a look at what I've done since i become president. None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. How'd that happen? You know, I guess I just forgot what was going on. Mr. How, Mr. President. Mr. president. Do voters have concerns about your age, how are you going to dissuade them? And do you fear that this report is only going to fuel further concerns about your age? Only by some of you. Mr. President, President,
3: President, criminal
1: liability today. Would you take responsibility for at least with classified material? I take responsibility for not having seen exactly what my staff was doing. It goes in and points out. Things that appeared in my garage, things that came out of my home, things that were moved were moved not by me, but my staff. But my staff.
3: Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President. Mr. President, for, Mr. President, for months President. when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Well, then American people have been watching and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is they, your judgment.
1: They, that is your is judgment. To that voting. is not, not the judgment of the press.
3: They express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you are too old. Mr. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? Why, what is your answer? Because I'm that the most question?
1: qualified person in this country to be President of the United States and finish the job I started. Do you believe that? Do
3: you
2: believe that? Why are you confusing the
1: names of world leaders? Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much. I did not share classified information. I did not share With your ghostwriter. With tribe. my ghostwriter. I did not. Guarantee you did not. But the what special direct, counsel said well, it the No, they did not say that. Okay. Okay. He did Mr. Okay. President, okay. 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 Let me okay. answer okay. your question. Okay. The fact of the matter is, what I didn't want repeated. I didn't want him to not, and I didn't read it to him, was I had written a long memorandum to President Obama, why we should not be in this, in Afghanistan. And I was... of uh, this uh, Multiple pages. And so what I was referring to, I said classified I should have said it was should be private because it was a contact between the president and the vice president as to what was going on. That's what it is referring to. It was not classified information in that document. That was not classified on
0: Um
1: When you look back at this incident, is there anything you would do differently now? And do you think that a special prosecutor should have been appointed in the first place in both of these cases? First of all, what I would have done is oversee the transfer of the material that was in my office, in my offices. I should have done that. If I go back, I didn't have the responsibility to that. That was my staff was supposed to do that and they referenced that in the report. And my staff did not do it in the way that, for example, I didn't know how half the boxes got in my garage until I found out staff gathered them up, put them together and took them to the garage in my home. And all the stuff that was in my home was in filing cabinets that were either locked or able to be locked. It was in my house. It wasn't out in like in Mar-a-Lago in a public place where none was high classified didn't have any of that red stuff on it. You know what I mean? Around the corners. None of that. And so I wish I had paid more attention to how the documents were being moved and where. I thought they were being moved to the archives. I thought all of them was being moved. That's what I thought. Now, what was the last part of your question? Whether a special counsel should have been appointed in this case and in the case of your rival, president, former President I think Trump. a special counsel should have been appointed. And the reason I think a special counsel should have been appointed is because I did not want to be in a position that they looked at Trump and weren't going to look at me just like they looked at the vice president. And the fact is they made a firm conclusion. I did not break the law, period. Thank you all very, (laughs) very much.
3: That is uh, known
2: as a feeding frenzy. When you don't do press conferences and you walk around eating ice cream and take questions from citizens, the press gets angry. So that's why they were screaming. They want to know. Do you think you have the mental capacity to continue to be president of the United States? Um, A lawyer went through that speech. You could tell because the president said that he was not charged with willfully um, taking documents. And he added in there about Afghanistan. Um, But that's not the whole quote. The quote is our investigation uncovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified material after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. So but he's he carved out. Uh, willfully uh, Afghanistan material, the rest of the stuff. Look, he had it. They found it. The staff moved it. Somebody's responsible for it. Same thing. You think Donald Trump was packing up his boxes? Purely the difference being Donald Trump did not cooperate. Joe Biden said, come on in and take a look. Now, whether they moved boxes and where they took some of the security and took it and moved it or put it somewhere else, we'll never know. We know that the FBI likes to call, um, witnesses up and let them know ahead of time, the 24 hours before, um, Investigation is to occur into Hunter Biden. They gave a heads up to tell them, by the way, they're going to be coming looking here and there. When they were also asking for uh, the ability to have a search warrant to look into Joe Biden's home to find some more stuff because they knew that Hunter was staying there, they were told, no, you're never going to be able to get that. So we know that it's slanted in a particular direction. But here we go. The president asks, answering questions. Ducey fires off the first one, and then everybody fills in, you know, why are you forgetting leaders' names? And, you know, you said you would step down. If somebody else could take over. So he uh, certainly seemed quite peppy. He'd given a speech earlier today where he said about America is not uh, red states or green states. The color's mixed up. That happens to people all the time when they're in their 80s. I
3: just wonder what why he was doing this now, I mean, this document thing isn't really top of mind for most people. People had kind of moved on from that. And so for him to aggressively deny or aggressively defend what they found, I I think this press conference was more of him showing that, A, he can do a press conference, and, B, to address the what he feels are the inappropriate comments that were made. Um, Otherwise, uh, it's – I mean, he's already – Made a statement about this earlier today, the fact that he had to come on and do it again. I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, uh,
2: it, because he knows what the headlines are tomorrow, Sherry. It's not about the boxes. It's not where they were found. Or was no. It was. It is, it is about his memory. So he needs to get out there because he knew if he didn't get ahead of this, the headlines will be there. He speaks to it now. You've got the sound bites of it where he is defending himself because they know – it's not about hers investigation. It's not about him not being charged. It is about his memory. It is about his health, and that's the thing that they need is. So he has to go out there. Whether he has a couple of Red Bulls ahead of time, kind of pep him up a little bit, or something else. This is late for him. He never does, or hardly ever does these appearances in front of the press after four thirty. So he had to get out there. They uh, got him ready to go. Couple, you know, cups of coffee for old Joe, maybe it's some coffee, ice cream, and he had to push back because he knows that's the headline tomorrow.
3: It was risky because if he had stumbled during this press conference, that would have just uh, driven the point home. Um, Well, that's why they kept
2: it short. They kept it really short. In fact, you could tell after the third, you know, sort of – scrum to get the question out you could hear his staff by the way all very diverse and incapable of being hired in the private sector they were all screwed that's it that's enough that's it okay that's it they know shut it down shut it down because if this thing had gone on for 20 minutes or an hour can you imagine standing there having these people scream these questions at you for more than 20 minutes or 30 minutes i don't know how long uh red bulls last or whatever it is that he likes to take (laughs) to kind of pep himself up but eventually your adrenaline drives that stuff through your system, and, man, you were going to be out of
3: gas. Well, they also so ended on a softball question. You know, what would you have done differently? Oh, please. That's well, not that's what people only want to know. You,
2: I know, but they do that to admit some guilt. And he knew he's a lawyer. He knows not to answer that question. What would you have done differently? Well, I would have done this and this differently. So, therefore, then you move in with, oh, so then you're admitting that you did things wrong. See, that's why they asked that. Not quite, but he, you know, it does. It's sort of soft compared to what they could have talked to him about,
3: right? And they ended on that, so you don't end with some big thing right. about the memory right. and no all of that. No big cliffhanger.
2: Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, there you go. That's your uh, President of the United States saying, no, his memory is fine. Uh, of course, makes it about him. You know, gets sort of a sad thing talking about Bo, um, his son. Uh, he likes to do that. I think he's mentioned a couple times that he died. He killed in uh, action um but it's the um there he is people get a good look at him he is not going to do the super bowl interview uh and when they asked why aren't you going to talk about the uh retaliation into iran and syria he said well we don't want to do that because we don't want to make it too big of an announcement because we don't want to sort of rub our um our enemies you know face in it we 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 don't want in any way to incite them, so that's why we're not going to make a big announcement. <laughs> uh, well, that'll stop them. You know, we don't we don't want to we don't want to upset them by having the president do a press conference or make an announcement to the American people as to why he's firing off assets into another country, right? Why he is retaliating. Just about any other president would sit down there and say, This is why I did it, when Clinton went in there and bombed the aspirin factory, he broke in and explained why they're doing it. We're using US military, the strongest military in the world, and the most diverse, now lobbing bombs into another country. But of course we tell them where we're gonna lob the bombs so there's nobody gets killed but you you expect the president of the United States to sit behind that desk and say that but they didn't want to do it because they do you know they they don't want to rub their nose <laughs> because they don't want to get too upset cuz they've attacked American uh, troops and American bases 174 times 165 times uh, three, I wonder if three, he would have uh, done it
3: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i mean yeah. it it's, its you know they everybody across the Political spectrum has said it's a big mistake for him to pass up this opportunity because he can reach so many people. This could effectively be a campaign event if he, if he could yeah. do it. Why didn't they say, okay, well, here are conditions. You uh, will present the questions in advance. You'll do this. You'll do that. He was very nervous about Fox <laughs> using one of their Damn. reporters and he didn't want to risk that either. But I, I do think he, he, kind of blew it on this one he shouldn't should have done it
2: no 20 million people watching unedited 20 million unedited no way Uh uh-uh because you know the headline because it's happening over the weekend it would be all all over the net on sunday and then monday would be the headline that would be the story just better to lay low you know Take a zero for this one and just walk away rather than, you know, having the evidence out there. But he's tired. He's been on the road. He's hit a couple of different uh, – he's done a lot of uh, private fundraisers. Recently, he was in Florida raising a bunch of money. Then he's been um, in Vegas. I think he was in South Carolina. He might have gone to Nevada as well. So he's – that man is tired. I mean, just think about it. Take out who he is. And If you had an 80-year-old man – An 80-year-old man, and you're flying around and all of the stress and strain of that job or any job. How many 80-year-olds have all of this responsibility? You would never. You'd say, it's time for you to retire. And they retire pilots at, what, 65, forced retirement. Most jobs like that force retirement on these things where they make you take a test again. to show that you're competent. Not here. So... Listen, if I were one of his staff, I would say the exact same thing. You can't afford to do that. Plus, most of these people that work there are cowards. Because if somebody said, yes, we're going to do it, his chief of staff, yes, we're going to do it. And it blows up at the person's face. And then the American people see who this guy really is. And then he ends up losing the election to Donald Trump. People turn around and go, oh, you were the guy. You were the guy. You were Johnson. It was Johnson. It was Johnson. He was the, the cop who was supposed to guard... Uh, Abraham Lincoln's booth, but he went down and had a drink at the bar. Didn't get back in time after the intermission.
3: But don't you and think that him not doing it is is also no. some sort of validation? Oh, it's bad.
2: Yeah, that, that he listen, can't handle you'd, it. You'd rather have a yeah? Would you rather people speculate, right, Sherry, rather than have the evidence?
1: Yeah. So.
2: Mm. Let's do some local news. Here we go. This is the uh, you let know, that uh, which of this one. We talked about this jack and spike show the it was last year the the senate came up with this idea regarding catholics um and they set it was i think it was in the senate passed at first saying okay so a priest in confessional those people don't know if you're a catholic you go it, you can either sit and face the priest or you can go into the confessional, Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. You then say how many weeks it's been since your last confession. Then at that point, the priest listens. You then say what it is that is bothering you, that is on your heart and your soul. The priest asks you if you are sorry for your sins. There might be a little bit more dialogue as well. At that point, the person says yes. And the priest then says they absolve you of your sins, three Hail Marys for our fathers or whatever, something like that. So, And then the person says the prayer, and this is a sacrament in the Catholic Church um called confession or reconciliation so the senate last year said yes when it comes to child abuse if the person confesses it to the priest the priest does not have to tell anybody inside the confessional it then goes to the house the house goes in there and goes "Mm, no nothing is going to be a secret even happening within the sacrament of confession or reconciliation kicks it back to the senate instead it goes no so they kick it out They are looking at it again. So here it is this time. Same thing now with the inclusion of the priest does not have to tell anyone what he hears inside the confessional booth. And he has a duty to tell if he hears outside, but inside the confessional booth, that sacrament, that sacred sacrament, will continue in the state of Washington.
3: But doesn't that help protect... um Criminals, people that abuse children, rapists, murderers, they go into a confession and you have knowledge of that. Shouldn't you be? I mean, anybody else has to. If you're a school teacher, if you're, uh, whatever, you have to, you have an obligation, especially if it's a child, to reveal yeah. those things to prevent it from happening further. Yes, you do. So, and I, the I question mean, is
2: inside the sacrament of, of the Catholic Church, what happens in that confessional? is between you and God and the priest working through God, working through the grace of God, working through that priest gives forgiveness to the person that is confessing the sin.
3: Do they it's do that for each other works. too? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah, they okay. probably do. Yeah. By the way, more, you know, more uh, teachers abused than priests. You've seen that statistic, haven't you?
3: The More teachers, what now?
2: Abuse, sexually abuse.
3: Oh, oh. Oh well, okay. Well, but there's one they point, also was
2: one point three it's million not a contest, uh, teachers. It's not yeah, a contest. It's not. No, it is not. Yes. <laughs> no, I just. It's just interesting to, to when you when a teacher abuses. Often they'll hide that, move the teacher around uh, Clark County. There's a case right now where the fa- pa- parents are suing Clark County. I think it's in Nevada because of this. Because they got the guy. They knew it. he was doing. He was grooming a 13-year-old. And they moved that teacher over. They knew it. They had the evidence. Now they caught the teacher. So there's 1.3 million teachers. And there was a survey that was done. People have knocked it down. It's not an apples to apples comparison. But, yes, the priests... There is. They have a very, very dark and horrible history when it comes to child abuse. That's part of it. But in this case, sticking to just, just generally, the idea that the state of Washington recognizes that as a sacrament. Because if they, if they had taken that thing out of there and passed this thing, holy moly, would that have been a big deal I and mean, then a huge problem? So they stuck it back in. Looks like that thing will pass. And what's happening inside? You know, the state of Washington might want to also look at the Keeping Families Together Act. So. The way We talked about this the other day on the air. We had Tracy on, who is a foster care mother. Here's how the state recognizes it. So the two drug addicts, both parents, one says, I'll do drugs in the morning. Uh-huh. Okay. And my husband will do drugs in the afternoon. So I'll be sober in the afternoon, but my husband will be high in the afternoon. Is that going to be okay with you? And they're going to give you a lockbox that you put your fentanyl in. And the state of Washington goes, okay, that sounds like a good plan. Or the kid is born, they test his blood, they find out there's drugs already in the baby, and they test the mom, the mom's got drugs, and the mom lives in a tent. And you know what the state of Washington says on the Keeping Families Together Act? Fine with us. Got to keep those families together. You want to find abuse and neglect? 44 children last year, the first two quarters of the year, were injured and 20 died.
3: What if one of those people wandered into a church and confessed to that? Mm-hmm. Yep. And but you no don't know, what, you don't know what
2: happens. But But you don't know what happens between the priest and the confessor. You don't know if the person tells the story, whatever it is, and the priest then talks to the person and might say to that person, you should go to authorities, you should talk to someone, you should get help. You should confess that to someone other than me. You're truly sorry. Maybe there is some sort of counseling that goes on when the person is confessing. But you can't strip that out. Oh my God, the Catholic Church. Because then no one would go to confession.
3: Does anybody go now?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they still do. They still do. I know. Are you Catholic, Sherry?
3: I am not. No. No. Okay. I, I have a hard time defending anything with the Catholic Church because of the rampant child abuse and how much, uh, how many billions of dollars they spent on defending and hiding priests.
2: I understand. It is terrible. Would you also condemn the work that the Catholic Church does with hospitals and medical care throughout the world? No,
3: not at all. It's a separate issue. Okay. but But uh, again, you uh, can't blend them together. It is a separate issue, so you can't say... That, you know, because they do these good things, that mitigates the terrible things because they were so terrible. You
2: nope. Know, you know, all in balance. All right. Well, listen, I I, I will pray for your soul
3: because I was going to be a priest. God pray for yours every day. You
2: remember because I was going to be a priest?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You wanted the I'm show.
2: And the news. But... All right. Why did I want to be a priest?
3: So you could do the show. You didn't want to be a like a, a nothing. You wanted to be the star. It would give you a built-in <laughs> audience every week, and you would be and, like that.
2: And at the, at the end of my homily, they give me money.
3: Yeah, ten yeah. percent off the top.
0: Let's go. Yeah,
2: <laughs> think of val poverty. <laughs> All right, so much news today, Sherry. Mm. Too much. All right, Teeny, boy, she's got her head down. She's giving me the wave off. Like I don't have time to talk to you. Too many people writing. Wait, Oh, look at all
3: the letters, Sherry. Look at her. I know. Oh, how can she choose? I see it, Teeny. I see it. You're doing
2: great. Hey, no potato breaks. No potato breaks. This is a disaster. Oh, boy. The they papers fell on the floor. People are writing. It. Uh, MyNorthwest.com are coming in through the uh, oh, Muckleshoe Casino. Okay, now oh. she's taking a potato break. Teeny Muckleshoe Casino. Resort text line on 888 nine9735 four Okay. I feel sorry for Tucker Carlson. Why? Well, was it a two-hour interview? Yeah. Here's the thing about Putin. Once a year, the president must address the people and press. And he does it sitting in this chair or standing. I don't know if he – but he stood or did the thing. It was four hours and four minutes long. And some of the questions were like, you're the greatest in the world. What's it like being so great? Because those are the press guys that don't want to die. I'd be like, what about me? I can't afford my eggs. You know, he ignored those questions and just talked and talked and talked and talked and talked and talked and kept talking and talking. So I think Tucker Carlson got off one question or something and also just went like just ran for almost two hours and wasn't able to get really much done. Here's a question about Chuck Schumer, um, that, what do you say, that uh, American troops on the ground in Russia... One of
0: uh, our senior United States senators from the state of New York, Chuck Schumer, said yesterday, I believe, that we have to continue to fund the Ukrainian effort or U.S. soldiers, citizens, could wind up fighting there. How do you assess that? <laughs> This is a provocation and a cheap provocation at that. I do not understand why American soldiers should fight in Ukraine. There are mercenaries from the United States there. The bigger number of mercenaries comes from Poland, with mercenaries from the United States in second place and mercenaries from Georgia in third place. Well, if somebody has the desire to send regular troops, that would certainly bring humanity to the brink of very serious global conflict. This is obvious. Do the United States need this? What for? Thousands of miles away from your national territory. Don't you have anything better to do? You have issues on the border, issues with migration, issues with the national debt, more than 33 trillion dollars. You have nothing better to do, so you should fight in Ukraine? Wouldn't it be better to negotiate with Russia, make an agreement, already understanding the situation that is developing today? Realizing that Russia will fight for its interests to the end, and realizing this, actually return to common sense, start respecting our country and its interests, and look for certain solutions. It seems to me that this is much smarter and more rational.
2: How long was the interview? Was it really two hours long?
3: Yeah. So if you go to his website, he's got it broken down, which is kind of unusual. Uh, he's got a time, you you know, at at one, at, 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 you know, 56, this happens and this is this and this. And he said that in the very beginning, the first question he asked was, why? Why did you invade Ukraine? And Mm -hmm. Putin went on for so so long that Tucker said that he, (laughs) He interrupted him several times and Putin got annoyed at it because he didn't, didn't want to be interrupted. But it was this huge history of Ukraine and how Russia (laughs) believes they own, still own or have, you know, uh, a territory there in the West and and all of that. But yeah, he does. He said he thought it was a technique, a filibuster. But after he finished the question, he said, no, I think that's really pretty accurate. And you believe, and he believes him. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I think part of the reason that he went was for his last question, which we don't have, which is Evan. I, think, I hope I'm saying this right, Gershkovich. G- Gershkovich, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Wall Street oh, yeah. Journal reporter. And Tucker went out and asked, came out and asked, "Can we bring him home?"
0: Whoa! Yeah, yeah, and
3: and Putin said. I've done a lot of favors for the United States, and they haven't returned the favor. But he didn't say no. He said, I think there's a way we can work this out. So I'm wondering if Tucker Carlson, how embarrassing to the Biden administration would that be if Tucker Carlson was able to bring home an American prisoner?
2: Dennis Rodman could do it.
3: Tucker could do
2: it. Uh, could do it, you know, it's, in it's, it's,
0: North Korea, maybe. Yeah. How about Elon Musk and then neurochip? There are reports that Elon, Musk, Elon Musk, has Musk has already had a chip implanted in the human brain in the, the USA. Musk a chip in what do you think of that? Well, I think there's no stopping Elon Musk He will do as he sees fit. Nevertheless, you need to find some common ground with him. Yeah, like the ground that he would meet after I throw him off a building. Search for ways to persuade him. I think he's a smart person. I truly believe he is. So you need to reach an agreement with him because this process needs to be formalized and subjected to certain rules.
2: Ooh, boy. Uh, I don't want don't know what he gets out of all that.
0: Hmm? It it really made Biden and Trump seem so much older, just because Putin actually looks pretty good. He looks healthy, he looks like his face is full. And mm-hmm. just after just seeing Biden and then Trump, who I think is equally decrepit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> how can these be our only Trump. options?
2: Whoa, Joe. Powerful. Take by Joe. (laughs) I
3: like that word. Coming
2: out of there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Tucker gets anything out of this because, you know, people don't care. Really, they don't care. If he had made some giant news, he's a KGB guy, and he always does this. He always filibusters these things and just takes up the time, sucks all the air out. It's not going to make news. No way will he make news. So, um. Taylor Swift, the book of
0: <laughs>
2: And people complaining. It's really funny when you watched, I didn't watch it, but I was reading some of the transcripts from once a year when he does his press conference with everybody. You could text in questions, and the stuff that was appearing behind him, this was December 15th, I think, in 2023, people were like, What about the price of eggs? I can't afford my eggs. You know, he's just ignoring all that sort of stuff. And then some journalist is like, Reporting from, you know, the Krapistan. Uh, No one here has any complaints. You are the greatest leader that we, the, we have ever known. It's like, like that. Some journalist ah. sent that in. Everybody loves you out here. It's the old joke that Ronald Reagan used to tell that people are standing in some super duper long line for bread. The guy goes, I can't take it anymore. I, I, I can't take this. I'm going to go kill the president. And then the person leaves, comes back an hour later, and he goes, what? What happened? He goes, oh, the line over there was even longer <laughs> <laughs> to kill the president. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Huh? Okay. You like that one? Got it. Huh?
3: Got it. Yep. Got
0: wow. it. Andrew's See? training, so he's slow on the rim shot.
3: Ouch. <laughs> there we go. Okay, boy. Mm. could drive a truck through that. <laughs> yeah. uh-uh.
2: All right. Teeny. You better have a letter of the day. I mean, listen, you know what? Let's do this. Teeny. Sherry, back me up on this. Mm -hmm. If it's not a good letter of the day, I think it is emblematic of your inability to do the job effectively. We have both, Sherry and I have warned you numerous times. Put down the potato. And please. And get us a good letter of the day. Because there's tons of them.
1: Yes, I am ready,
3: Susan. Oh, I didn't ask. <laughs>
2: All right. right. Last. Right. Let's right. give her a little bit more. Let's give her some more work. Uh, Muckleshoe Resort text line one A little bit more work for Teeny, Because, you know, that that could be it. That could break the camels back there, Sherry. I hope Say so. Goodbye That's what I've
3: been door. waiting for.
2: Roll that jar out the door. Wow, look at the, look at the mailman, Sherry. Sure, he's got a crawling in here. There's so many letters. All right, come on, mailman. There we go, Sherry.
3: I'm not going to mess with him.
2: I'm the mailman. Don't I'm not going to do it this time. He's got too his hands. I know you like to tickle him. I'm the mailman. I
0: bring the
3: mail
2: to yeah. your door. Ooh. Ooh, wow. Not the door he goes. All right, we'll get to uh, letter of the day, but first taking care of all the rest, Sherry.
3: All right, we'll start with Randos. Uh, 360 says, breaking news. John Curley is not listed under notable people on Sam, Sam, uh, Sammamish's Wikipedia page. Truly huh. a travesty of the Internet.
2: It is. We need everybody to go down there to Sammamish City Hall and start protesting. Or never mind. I didn't, <laughs> who's By the way, who's looking up Samamish Wikipedia page? Uh, Just help, be hanging things, on yeah. every word, three six zero. But thank you for that tip. Hank in Olympia says Prince did not Sherry lip sync at the Super Bowl. I know you've been to the Super Bowl. I can't remember. Was it twice?
3: <laughs> that would be two times. One, two.
2: <laughs> We're we'll back in two and two. Um, and I sent Joe Prince singing at the Super Bowl. They said Prince. Kept a view. Oh, yeah, he's not. See? Yeah. Okay. Prince is kept of view. Yeah. He throws his name in there, Sherry. So,
3: Right. But when I saw <laughs> the fabulous Diana Ross <laughs> oh, and yeah? got to participate in the card holding, oh, that, when we went which to you audience, were the only one, <laughs> that I was the only one and got mad at everybody else in my row, um, uh, she was lip syncing.
2: Got it. Vonnie uh, in 206 says, Father John on Cairo is equivalent to Reverend Jim on the taxi. And then somebody, Curly, you should know full well, the seal of confessional is not airtight based on the story that I've told about my father in CYO basketball. <laughs> yes, that's why friends of mine, they're priests like, you might want to stop telling that story.
3: Uh, stripper's Bill of Rights. Eric on Anderson mm-hmm. Island says, how many yes. strip clubs are Eleven. there? In- 11. <laughs> Any in the club?
2: None. Okay. 206. Uh, wait, don't clubs already have bouncers?
3: I, do I think they know. do. I wouldn't know.
2: I wouldn't know. Okay.
3: But I think they want uh, security guards, too. Uh, Mount St. Helens, Matthew and mm-hmm. the two oh six is. I believe the term you were looking for <laughs> is pyroclastic flow.
2: That's right. That's ex- it was right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. How many people died in Mount Rainier? And that mountain is all over our license plates. Ooh, good point, you, free. Yeah. three.
3: Mm. Um, Richard and Cummington says, How about the fact that we're surrounded by three active volcanoes and most people don't have an emergency plan or kit? Everybody mm. forgets that all three of these volcanoes are active. Helens, Baker, and Mount Rainier... <laughs> rain rainier rainier Rainier, surround us Mm -hmm. if any one of those blows we're in trouble
2: (laughs) going to smoky the bear todd and enum claw oh brother know it all curly is going to tell us to say smoky the bear um smoky the bear everyone knows that smoky the bear john uh Bear isn't Smokey's last name. Come on, Sherry. Knock him off his superiority
0: perch. It's Smokey you. Bear. My middle name is the so it's Smokey the Bear. Thank you. Only you can prevent wildfires.
2: It's not Smokey uh, he's wait a minute. Where's that first cut from? Smokey Bear cleans up the whole issue. That's not him. That wasn't even his voice. I'm still on my superiority perch, I might add. <laughs>
0: Did you hear his news-tainment uh, uh, contribution?
2: Hold on, I'm Smokey my- the Bear?
3: <laughs> Did he say? Okay.
0: Smokey Bear, Sherry. Smokey Bear. Okay. Let's hear it.
2: Well, play? late. It? Kirk- yeah, yeah, I got yeah. it out here. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on, Sherry, one second. Smokey Bear. Back on my- bear. Oh! oh you uh- can prevent... No! <laughs> <you
3: came. laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn it! Oh. All right. Keep going, Sherry. Uh,
3: Nate Nathan Kirkland points out it's not Mickey the Mouse. All
2: right. And following right behind that. But good job, Teeny. Is Rachel C. Donald the Duck? Nope.
3: I wonder if Mike in Portland meant, is it Winnie the Pooh? Because <laughs> it Winnie Pooh.
2: Smoky Bear sounds like he's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Opposite of what he's fighting for.
3: It is time for the letter of the day! On and on and
2: on. Oh, boy. Here we go! Letter of the day, Sherry.
3: Left wing mullet man says Sorry. I haven't slept in exactly 23 hours and 30 minutes. I have been worried sick about that lady's pet goose. And at the same moment, I at the same moment I can finally relax because it was returned safely. I learned that it was a porcelain duck. Unbelievable. Going to bed now. Signed, Nacho Mama. Nacho Mama. He's not. The, you're not the only one, Mullet Man. Yeah. A lot of people thought it was a real goose.
2: Okay. Wow. All right. Teeny, <laughs> by the skin of your teeth. Have yourself a potato. That's all she wrote. Back for another day. Didn't ride no more. Didn't ride no all right. More. She, she left the take taking us a day, day off. Sure, and I've another ride hour. Ride Here
3: we go.